1: Hi there and welcome to Rotowire's NBA DFS podcast for Tuesday, April 4, 2017. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno, and You know me for my work on hockey, baseball, and football pods at Rotowire over the last several years. With the NBA regular season winding down, we're in our last week of NBA and NHL DFS pods before we go wall to wall with baseball beginning next week in our Monday to Friday DFS schedule. We're talking NBA hoops today as usual, and I want to invite you to follow me at StatsMan22. Joining me on this NBA FanDuel Preview podcast is my co-host, Dan Bruno. Dan, we're in our last week, but you can still remind our listeners about your Twitter handle and where to find your great work on Rotowire's website, please.
2: Yeah, you can find my work on Rotowire's website on the NBA recap and preview section, covering the games daily there. Or on Twitter, it's at Official. that's D B R U N O F F I C I A L.
1: All right, Dan, let's take a look at tonight's NBA schedule, 11 games on tap. I'll take us through the first six, and you can handle later five. All right, uh, we got the Magic visit in Cleveland where the the Cavs are uh, really reeling right now, yet they're a 9.5-point favorite. The over-under set at 221 two points rather for a 7 o'clock dip. The Raptors are visiting Indiana, where the homestanding club is a 3-point favorite, despite the fact they've dropped two to the Raptors in the last couple of weeks, and uh, the over-under there is 205.5 and points. So I think I might take a little bit of that with the away team tonight. Uh, the Nets visit Philadelphia, these teams matched up a little, a little while ago too with an interesting battle, and it's a, a close one expected tonight with the homestanding Sixers as a one point favorite and the over under set at 221.5 points. The Hornets visit Washington where they're back finally from a long Western road trip, and uh, the homestanding club, the Wizards, are a 3.5 point favorite, the over under set at 218 points. <laughs> The Nuggets visit New Orleans, where the homestanding club is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under set at a pretty high, 227 points. They're expecting a shootout there for that 8 o'clock start. And then the Bulls are a a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, with an over-under set at 206 points as they visit the New York Knicks for the 8 o'clock start. Dan, there's five more games on the skid.
2: Yeah, again, at 8 o'clock, you have the Bucks visiting OKC, where the Thunder are a five-point favorite with an over-under of 210.5. And uh, just to note, the the Thunder have lost three of their last five games, so they're not as hot as they have been at at times this season. Um, Then you've got uh, the Grizzlies visiting the Spurs, where uh, the Spurs are a nine-point favorite with an over-under of 190.4. That's at 8.30, one of the lower over-unders out there tonight. And then you've got the Trailblazers visiting Utah to take on the Jazz, where the Jazz are six-and-a-half-point favorites with an over-under of 202. That's at 9 o'clock. And then at 10.30, you've got the Timberwolves, who are facing the second night of a back-to-back. Actually, so are the Trailblazers. And anyway, you've got the Timberwolves visiting Golden State, where the Warriors are a 14-point favorite with an over-under of 218.5. And then last game of the night at 10.30, you've got um, Dallas visit or the Ma- Mavericks visiting Sacramento, where the Kings are a 2.5-point favorite with an over-under of 195. So that's two over-unders below 200 tonight. That's... Uh, That's interesting
1: yeah some defensive basketball being expected to play i guess things tighten up at the end of the season teams getting ready to the playoffs that's how we might account for that before we swing into the full full full-on basketball talk though dan i want to give a nod to a great sponsor that joined us partway through the season at pristineauction.com they have daily auctions that uh, that uh, end nightly with hundreds of lots available tons of stuff for the man cave always something perfect for the fan of any team if you're concerned about authenticity, well, so am I. It's very important. They guarantee authenticity, and all items come with an authentication from only the most trusted of sources. Affordability also a concern. Most people don't think they can afford this stuff, but I can tell you firsthand that it turns out that you don't have to spend uh, as much as you might think when you consider the quality uh, of the, and the rarity of the product that you might be getting. I'll spell that out for you again. It's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. I'll also tell you about a couple of items that I noticed on the on the lots available today, one of which is notable given the talk around the NHL with the Olympic uh, non-participation plan for the next Olympiad. Sidney Crosby's signed Olympic Team Canada jersey uh, is going for $245 today. That might be a real collector's item if he never gets to play on the Olympic stage again. Then we got something that's not even sports-related, an Al Pacino signed Godfather custom-framed, Uh, display with movie prop money and prop gun for $235 that's kind of rare uh, for sure and then uh, for Hall of Fame football fans Walter Payton signed uh, Jersey with the Bears inscribed uh, and and that's going for $233 which uh, it's a hologram actually and uh, that's a pretty neat value for one of the greatest players in the history of NFL football too so you can see there's some neat stuff there it's quick it's easy to register free to bid and you only pay when you win lastly i'll encourage you all to do us a favor in the how did you hear us about us section of their website at pristineauction.com rotowire shows up in that drop down menu give us a nod and let them know that we sent you all right dan let's get into this position by position breakdown in the second last show that we get to do together on uh, rotowire and uh taking us to the top of the board on the point guards dan why don't you tell us about the premium players there
2: well russell westbrook thirteen thousand six hundred dollars i mean um I'm, I'm not looking at playing him tonight, but I can't say fade him for sure because when you look at his numbers, he's come up with 60-plus um, FanDuel points in his last five games straight, including one night with 88 FanDuel points. So, I mean, uh, it's almost as if you want 60 FanDuel points uh, almost guaranteed. You've got to pay the 13600 for Westbrook. But the thing about tonight is I think I can find um, different ways on the board to get those kind of numbers, if not better um with with some other combos here and the thing to note for me is that Westbrook I know he's playing at home but he's playing against the Bucks which I I always think is just a tough team to play against with their defense and uh just their length and I think they could end up limiting him because again the Bucks are a team that really needs to fight for every win at this point in the season too they're they're fifth in the east but they're only 3 games ahead of ninth place so they can't really afford any slip ups. So I'm looking for the. Whereas the Thunder already clinched. So I'm looking to, for the Bucks to come out with a little bit more of the edge and maybe slow down Westbrook a bit. So I'm a little bit more. I would lean towards John Wall, maybe $10,400 hosting Charlotte. I think that's a much more favorable matchup for your point guard. And uh, and, and that's what I think about these top three. The other guys, Stephen Curry, $10,000. But out of the three, I'm leaning towards Wall.
1: Yeah, I might uh, flip a coin between Curry and Wall and and take my chances at 10,000, 10,400 relative to the 13.6. I agree with you. That's spending way too much money on one player, even though Westbrook performs like two players most nights in terms of FanDuel output. I don't mind taking a shot at Wall or Curry and trying to get another premium player in my lineup elsewhere. If we take it down a notch, Dan. We see Damian Lillard, Lillard, Lillard at $9,200 and then down to Rajon Rondo at 7100 A lot of pretty good talent there and about eight or nine names. Still spending quite a bit of money, but uh, you can make a case for a lot of them. Of course, there's still the injury note on Kyle Lowry. We wonder when he's going to be uh, back in the lineup following that wrist surgery. So uh, you'll definitely uh, s- sleep on him tonight. But uh, what about the other guys in this range?
2: Well, the two that interest me the most would probably be Damian Lillard and Kyrie Irving. Again, Millard is going up against the tough Utah defense, but I mean he's been doing absolutely everything for his team um, in the last little while. He's averaging about thir- nearly thirty points a game over his last ten games, on um, really good shooting too, about fifty percent shooting. So he's doing great. Pretty much around forty or fifty Fanduel points in about nine of his last ten games. So um, he's playing great, and, and despite going up against a good defense tonight, I think he's going to continue to play very well. Uh, he's taken upon himself to to make sure his team got that eighth spot and hangs on to it. So the Trailblazers are another team that's battling for their for their life right now. And then Kyrie Irving, I think, going up against uh, Orlando. As long as he's going to play and there's no resting, which I don't think there's going to be for Cleveland um, tonight. Uh, Irving's got 40 Fanduel points in two games straight. And again, the Cavs, they're on a two-game winning streak, but that was bouncing back from a three-game losing streak. So I think uh, I think LeBron and Kyrie are both going to come out big tonight to make sure that they get something good going before the playoffs.
1: You know, Dan, I think I'm going to find value out of a guy like Kemba Walker tonight. I, the Charlotte team is 7-3 and three in their last 10, and as far as the homestanding club, Washington Wizards, they're coming back from that uh, long Western road trip that I mentioned. And a lot of teams have trouble when they come back from the – First game on the opposite side of the continent. So I'm I'm thinking that Charlotte might be a good play uh, in that game against Washington. They've been playing very well of late, as I mentioned. And Kemba Walker, for his part, has been the central reason why and uh, could really be a good value play, uh, not a value play, a good play overall for $7,600 on tonight's slate uh, if you avoid some of the other big names. Uh, we'll take it down. Uh, the price drops from 7000 to 6200 to Derek Rose. He's out with a knee injury. George Hill is next at 6200 with a groin injury, a game-time call. So you might want to pass on those guys. But might you take a look at a guy like a Jeremy Lin at 6100 and on down to uh, Ty Lawson and Jameer Nelson at the uh, above 5000 range uh, in this group?
2: Well, I mean, Jeremy Lin could be an interesting pick. It's expected to be a high-scoring game against Philly. Lin is... is Around 30 FanDuel points in his last five outings. So, I mean, for 6,100, that's not a bad mid range pick. Um, and, and yeah, I, I probably would like him just as much as any of the guys a bit above him, like Rondo or Teague, and a night like tonight, not big on either. Rondo has a good matchup against New York, but 7,100 is a bit pricey for him. You're really hoping he comes up with 40 FanDuel points around that point. So, I, I do think Lynn is a good call there. And maybe a guy like Corey Joseph, right. only, fi- only $5,400. Um, Toronto's playing well, going into Indiana. And uh, I think Corey Joseph maybe could get you that 25, 30 fan points tonight.
1: I agree with you. I was going to bring up his name. Jameer Nelson in this group is a game-time call with a calf injury as well. So keep an eye on that note to see if it changes his status before game time. Then we go bargain hunting here, Dan. Yogi Ferrell at $4,600. Sergio Rodriguez, a game-time call with a Hemi. And uh, any other players here in this group uh, get your attention?
2: Well, one guy on um, the super value that I like is uh, Devin Harris, 3500 bucks. And I've seen some some um, whispers from around Dallas that there might be quite a few guys resting tonight. Uh, J.J. Barea among them. So if uh, they're resting a couple guys, Seth Curry I think is out too. So if those guys are going to be out, Devin Harris might get a really good run tonight and really return some super value there. Um, another guy who's been playing pretty well lately is Toronto's backup point guard, DeLon Wright. Uh, 3600 bucks here. He's coming off two solid performances where 18 and 21 Fando points in his last two games and in about his last six games he's averaging around 20 minutes per game. So um, DeLon Wright could be a very interesting pick.
1: Dan, I just noticed Tony Parker. He can, He's coming off a big game in his last effort for San Antonio. He, his numbers aren't where you might expect him in terms of Fando play from prior years. He's at an 18.9 average. He came up with a total of uh, over... 30 it looks like in the last 29 points in his last game so uh, I, I like the fact that he's hit that mark a few times in his last several games and so uh, there was a bit of a bit of a dip a three game but in between that uh, around that rather he was always over the 20 mark so I'm prepared to take my chances for $3,700 to see if this playoff warrior is getting his game ready for this time the special time of year. We'll move to the shooting guard position where Giannis Antetokounmpo. We won't say that name too many more times. So I like to get it right. To the last few times we try it, Dan. He's at the top of the list for the shooting guards, and uh, at ten thousand one hundred dollars, is he a player fade for you this evening?
2: Um, I'd I'd like to play him if I could. Um, I think he's he's a pretty good bet tonight. Ten thousand one hundred is not a bad. Not a terrible price for this guy. He's been around 60 FanDuel points, top 60 FanDuel points in his last two outings, Um, playing a lot of minutes in both those games, 45 in two games back and 40 in the last game. And and again, my thinking here is that um, Milwaukee really wants to solidify its playoff position before they take any days off, and I think Jason Kidd is really looking to his best player to help them make sure that happens. So... He scored some decent points and got a lot of rebounds and assists in, in those last two contests and pretty much through most of the season here. But uh, that was against Dallas and Detroit. This is a little bit of a harder matchup against OKC in OKC, but I still think Antetokounmpo will be the one who has to step up and go head-to-head with Westbrook in this one, And so I, I, I like him tonight.
1: Dan, as two Toronto area guys, we haven't banged the drum too much for Demar Derozan on this show, but I'm going to do it right here. This guy's played heroic basketball for the Raptors since most all season long. He should be in the MVP discussion for the way he's carried this club. One of the true stars of this league, and finally getting his due, I hope, on the on the big stages around the NBA very consistent force for Toronto, and and game in, game out, you can count on this guy to deliver. He's a threat for 30 points scoring-wise every night, and he's added the the ability to really distribute the ball and collecting his share of rebounds to really be uh, a player that's worthwhile across the board in FanDuel play. I love him at $9,200 tonight uh, against Indiana and uh, expect him to continue this fine run that we've seen him on in the last uh, two months for sure. And uh, below him, we'll take it down to, say, $6,100, where you see Will Barton and Gary Harris. Uh, let's take a look at these guys in this range.
2: Yeah, well, um, I think here... I think here you got uh, Bradley Beal might be an interesting choice. I know you were kind of leaning toward the Charlotte side um, with the Wizards coming back from the road trip. But, uh, I mean, Beal has been one of the most consistent players all season. Pretty much 30 FanDuel points a night. Um, pretty consistently, he's averaging 32.7 on the season. And he's playing always 30 minutes a game. Their last game was um, on April 2nd, so they've had a couple of days off now to... To regroup back home. I know it is tough playing back home. They're playing Charlotte too, but I think, uh, I would think Bradley Beal and John Wall are going to want to do everything they can to to uh, bounce back for their home home game here. They have a pretty good home record, Washington. They had the had best in the league for a while. They're 29 and 10 at home. Um, well, in terms of a streak they had going. They're 29 and 10 at home, and I think they play well tonight. So I like Bradley Beal here, um, whereas Gary Harris could be also an interesting option going up going up against New Orleans, I think, so about that too.
1: Yeah, I'll give you two more backcourt names. Uh, two of the more uh, better backcourts are in Portland and Charlotte, so I'm going to mention McCollum and Batum. Batum's been really solid of late, too, distributing the ball, collecting assists, and collecting a share of rebounds, so a threat in three columns there. And the same can be said for McCollum. He's been a steady player all year long, kind of up and down a little bit more than usual lately, but these guys usually fill it up, to use your words, and, and uh, I have every confidence that both of them could tonight. Uh, despite being road warriors against two pretty good homestanding clubs. Dan, we'll take it into the 5,000s now. Let's take a look at this group, beginning with Victor Oladipo, a guy who's been priced above this range a lot this year. Evan Fournier has played fairly well of late for Orlando, got a tough assignment in Cleveland. Let's take this group down to Tyreek Evans at
2: $5,200. Well, in this bunch, I think my most interesting um, pick would be Buddy Heald, uh, $5,500 going up against Dallas and uh just it's at that point in the season where it's time to really let them those guys le- loose those young guys and i think Heald is coming off 29 Fanduel points in 27 in his last two games and i think he's gonna go ahead for another big game tonight especially if dallas uh rests the few guys that they may be planning on resting um wesley matthews being one of those guys seth curry so you'd have buddy Heald going up against some of dallas's bench players another rookie and dorian finney smith so I think it could be a good matchup for Heald tonight.
1: Well, and I'm going to look at Evan Fournier. I know he's got the tough assignment, like I said, against Cleveland, but I like what the way this guy's been playing. He's getting more minutes lately too. $5,600 is an attractive price point when you consider the guy is right around his fan-dual average of 25.5 points per game in each of the last eight starts. So I like that consistency, and I don't mind plugging him in against a Cleveland lineup that is not performing like the marquee names I think they should be. Uh, let's take it down to the sub five thousand range, where we see Wesley Matthews topping this group at forty-eight hundred dollars. On down to the bottom, Dan, there's got to be a couple of guys here that are going to turn some lineups uh, lineups upside down tonight with some good performances, I think.
2: Well, the couple guys I picked out on the on the real value menu here were Ben McElmore, again for the same reason as Heald. Um, I think Malcolmore he's supposed expected to start, and I think going up against Dallas tonight, who Maybe kind of, you know, throwing in the towel a bit, like resting some guys, especially if they give Harrison Barnes a rest. I think it gives some guys from the Kings a chance to maybe have a little bit of a better night. So, Macklemore's top 25 FanDuel points in two of his last three games had a bit of a slower outing in his most recent game. But, I mean, if you're taking your chances um, on a tournament play... Uh, I think Ben McAmore could be an interesting one for only 3500 bucks at the shooting guard. Another guy, Tim Frazier. Tim Frazier's getting the start for New Orleans. Um, at least he has been. And uh, he's he's been okay in, in that stretch. Nothing spectacular, but <clears throat> solid solid value for the 3500 bucks. 13 FanDuel points in his last game and 24 in the game before that. Um, then a real slow night with 7, but then back up to 17 and 27. So with Tim Frazier, $3,500. bucks, you are getting the starter. Uh if he if he manages to score over ten points, you're pretty much you're pretty much golden because he's gonna get the few rebounds and the few assists too. It's just a, a question of how many points is he gonna score. And against Denver it should be a bit of a run and gun game too, so I like uh Tim Frazier tonight too.
1: Dan I'm gonna give you a uh, uh look into the lineup I'm going to put out right after this show and that's going to include Nick Stauskas and or Timothy Lawu Cabrera I hope I didn't muck that name up too much but they're at $4,400 and $4,200 respectively and both of them are punching way above their weight both getting good runs in their respective lineups and if they're going to go head to head tonight it could be very interesting to see if they can both continue their recent trends as Brooklyn does face Philadelphia but for my money At least one of them should have a great night and uh, this is where you could really make some hay in tournament play in my opinion. In terms of the small forward position LeBron James at the top of the list Kevin Durant still out with a knee injury and then Jimmy Butler at 10,000 flats so there's 10,000 on him 10,700 on LeBron are you on either of these two guys tonight?
2: Well I I kind of I really like both of them I mean I'm a little bit worried about Butler maybe maybe Chicago you would expect Chicago to really just beat up New York and just get it over with but I don't think they're that good yet so I think they might have to play most of the game so I mentioned earlier I think LeBron is going to have to come up with a big game too Uh, I think it should be easy for him to get to those numbers those 60 FanDuel point kind of numbers tonight against Orlando but not easy enough that he won't have to play the game so I think it's going to be it's a good situation for LeBron and Jimmy Butler tonight and realistically if I could pick two guys Two really expensive guys to go around tonight. It might be these two guys. Um, A little bit still interested in John Wall a bit, but uh, I do like LeBron and Jimmy Butler here. Pretty much the most out of all the guys above 10,000 tonight.
1: I love that call, Dan, and I've already plugged them into my lineup for tonight, so you must be reading some of my notes too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great calls in both cases. If we're going to save a little bit, though, there are still some pretty good players in this group. Uh, At $9,200, we got Kawhi Leonard. Uh, at home against memphis and we got paul george facing the raptors and uh at home and then on down let's take it down to 6200 where we see chris middleton pretty big range about eight or nine names there dan what do you think about this group
2: well paul george has been going crazy lately 72 FanDuel points in his last game that was double overtime though um but then before that 42 36 57 34 48 49 so he's he's had a good run but I mean, his last game against Toronto, that was 42 FanDuel points, and the previous game before that was 24. Um, so, I I just got to note that P.J. Tucker is going to be playing tonight, so that's another line of defense around Paul George. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't really be inter- too interested in going with him tonight, even despite his great stretch. Kawhi Leonard, kind of, I'm a little weary of him too, going up against Memphis. Um, not because of Memphis' defense or anything, but just because of his own coach, and maybe pop is looking to start limiting this guy's minutes and even if he skims off a few here and there it could affect uh, some of his numbers um so i'm i'm off Kawhi and paul george tonight and i'm again either sticking with butler and james or we're gonna have to look elsewhere for me all
1: right let's look elsewhere dan into the 5000s we've got harrison barnes as a game time decision it looks like he's gonna be rested actually is the note that we have here currently see if that holds up on down to andre igudala against Minnesota tonight at $5,200. There's four or five names to consider here. Uh, might any of them interest you?
2: Um, Yeah, a couple guys I like here. I mean, I think Chris Middleton is a pretty interesting pick. It's a, it's tough playing in OKC, but uh, this guy's, again, Milwaukee's really fighting here, and this guy's been around 30 FanDuel points in his last five games, topping it most times. So um, for $6,200, he's a pretty solid pick, too. Um, another guy who's, who's been playing well lately is Gallinari for Denver. Uh, he's leading the team in scoring in his last two games, 39 and 29 FanDuel points. Um, so up against uh, New Orleans tonight, not a super defense, not too much defense uh, superiority at the wing position there. So I think either Wilson Chandler or Danilo Gallinari, Gall- Gallinari could also be interesting picks tonight. And, and the last guy you mentioned, Iguodala, too, has been playing really well. For golden state and uh like very well um 40 Fanduel points 27 26 37 and 19 in his most recent game but this game against minnesota should be one where uh he maybe plays a, those few extra minutes and and has a few bit more of a role
1: i'm going to count on the numbers not lying here in this range uh at- Auto Porter stands out with the highest points per game average of the healthy options at 27.1. If he approaches that, I think it's a good value play at $5,300. So I might recommend him in this matchup, which should be a pretty good game, actually, Charlotte Washington. And uh, what about in bargain hunting country? We go down to $4,600. We see Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, and uh, any other names below him that might be of interest to you?
2: Well, to me, um, I always I've... Picked out uh, Kyle Anderson here, who who is expected to be getting the start for San Antonio. So I think that's a pretty interesting pick for thirty five hundred bucks. And another guy who's uh, plugged in the starting lineup, Paul Zipser, thirty seven hundred bucks. So both these guys are real real value, uh, real cheap on the on the menu here. But uh, they're both getting the starts, and they're both playing uh, pretty well for their teams at the moment. Um, if I can just give you, Zipser has got eighteen Fanduel points and seventeen in his last game. Whereas uh, Kyle Anderson hasn't been playing as much, so he's not, you can't really look as much at his numbers. But if he gets the start, he's definitely a potential for 20-something FanDuel points.
1: Dan, I like Joe Johnson in this range, too, for Utah. He's playing many more minutes than he was earlier in the season and being more productive of late. So I like that that level of consistency. His game logs show that he's routinely in the mid-20s and touching 30 a couple of times in his last uh, 10 games. So I I don't mind uh, taking a shot at him tonight. He's an old pro who uh, could be getting excited about this time of year just to make a final point, regardless of his team's uh, current status. So uh, let's go be... uh, Beyond this, to the power forward position, Dan, and Tony Anthony Davis $11,200 and Nikola Jokic at $10,000. These are the two premium guys at the power forward position. Do you like either one tonight?
2: Uh, well, Davis, I think, has a pretty good favorable matchup here, and 11200 bucks is a good price. If I if I don't e- go with either one of LeBron or Butler, Davis would probably be the next guy I look at in terms of big money plays here tonight. I think they're playing at home against Denver. Fast-paced game. He he could really have his way, but on the other side of that coin, he's going up against a, a decent front court with Kenneth Kenneth Freed, Nikola Jokic, and then if you get Mason Plumley off the bench, um, Wilson Chandler might guard him a little bit. So they, they're going to come up with a pretty good defensive um, mix to throw at Anthony Davis too. But I still think he can have a great game tonight. So if you can put him in, I think that's a good call, a better call than putting in Jokic, let's say.
1: Well, it's a head-to-head battle, so one of them's going to win, one of them's going to lose, and that might reflect in their FanDuel point totals. Could be very pivotal if you make the right choice or if you make the wrong one there. I might be more inclined to go a little lower on this list when I see the next name is Draymond Green, who's an absolute pest on the floor to play against, and he really fills it up across the board. And he's well-priced at $7,700, Dan. I might make a suggestion that I'm going to go with him tonight, too. But beyond him, do you who do you like in this range down to $6,100, where you see Dirk Nowitzki, a game-time call than Achilles but Willie Cully Stein also at $6,100 in that same matchup
2: well I think we could see a great game from uh, Dario Saric tonight against Brooklyn Um, it's expected to be a high scoring one and and, uh, I mean I know Brooklyn has Brooke Lopez but uh, Philly should have another guy on the court to be matched up against with him while Dario Saric might be able to have a a really solid game at power forward so I, I think that could be a good pick tonight.
1: All right, Dan, let's go down to 6,000 and down from there down to uh, 5,000 where we see Derek Favors uh, at 5,000 with a game-time call and a knee injury. There's a bunch of names in here, and uh, uh, they include the likes of Sergi Baca, another local pr- uh, player in Toronto who's played extremely well for the Raptors since coming over, averaging 27 FanDuel points per game on the season. Zach, Ra- Zach Randolph right there with him. Just a shade over twenty six, so there's some good options here in the five thousand plus range, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, well, one guy who really needs to mention here is Aaron Gordon, who's got two straight games of fifty plus Fanduel points, um, and the one before that, thirty Fanduel points. So Aaron Gordon is on a serious streak right now. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if he really brought it again against Cleveland. Said it before, I think teams and especially maybe certain players get really pumped up to play against LeBron in Cleveland. I mean, in his last game against the Cavs, he came up with twenty six point five Fanduel points, and pretty much since then he's been uh, around there and and then up with his last two Super games. So I think Aaron Gordon could be interesting. Also, I, I do like Abaka here for fifty six hundred bucks. Um, he, he should be one of the he's one of the more versatile and stronger guys that's going to be in the front court tonight. So I think he's going to have a good game. Plus, he's coming off two really good games: forty five and thirty five Fanduel points over his last two. Thirty five was against their last matchup against uh the Pacers
1: yeah just to note earlier on I said Stauskas and Lawu Kabaro going against each other of course they're teammates so it'll depend on who gets the bigger run there it's a flip of the coin so I just want to make that a correction Dan before we go forward let's go into bargain huntry, hunting country over uh, the power forward position uh, Derek Favors five thousand dollars game time call as I said with a knee injury on down below him are there any guys that you're on in this group
2: well we when we get down here uh one guy who's been good lately. This might not be a good, a very good matchup for him tonight. But Noah Vonleh, uh, for forty-four hundred bucks, the guy's been starting playing around twenty-five minutes a game, and most nights he's up around twenty Fanduel points, maybe high twenties. But um, rethinking that. Just at the opponent Utah, probably not the front court you want to start a guy like Vonleh at. But still, uh, he's been playing well lately. Another guy, interesting guy, maybe might be the rookie in Sacramento, Scal LaBissiere um last tw- top 20 Fando points in in two of his last three games uh Myers Leonard is another interesting pick starting for Portland again tough matchup against Utah but uh nonetheless I think he if he's getting starting minutes he can do some some work down there
1: all right let's go to the big man in the middle Carl Anthony Town stands alone at the plus 10000 plateau and he faces Golden State to me this is a straight out fade I know he's a cha- he's uh, the champion of this Minnesota offense, you could say, but I think he's in tough against Golden State and their uh, uh, big men, including the guy that we mentioned at the four position.
2: Yeah, I don't see much of a reason to uh, be attracted to Towns tonight, especially his team has been eliminated from playoff contention, so that takes a bit of an edge off, uh, unless they're just straight playing angry now. But, I mean, I don't know. I I, I think you're right about the fade there. Um I think one of the most interesting picks here actually um is Rudy Gobert going up against Portland if Portland is missing Nurkic uh and they they had been notoriously poor in their front court defense for most of the season until they got Nurkic but so without him now if uh Por- Rudy Gobert going up against Portland 9200 bucks I think this could be a really great pick at center and uh and I think he has a good night tonight
1: all right, Dan. Let's go down below this group. We got Nikola Vucevic, Brooke Lopez, on down to Greg Monroe at six thousand
2: dollars. Well, New Orleans Noel, if he's getting the start for Dallas, which I'm pretty sure he is, um, going up against Sacramento, I think you could have a decent game out of Noel. And for the price tag, sixty two hundred bucks is not a bad pick. Other than that, Vucevic is is pretty consistent, um, a twenty and ten guy. Um. Very often, um, around thirty or forty Fanduel points most nights. I think this is a bit of a tough matchup for him. But uh, Vucevic, Gobert, I, I I like both at center. And and again, I mean, Brook Lopez going up against Philly, high scoring game that could be a very good one for Brook, So Brook. So I think uh, your your f- um, three, four, and five centers here on the list are are pretty good options over the first two. And then down a little lower. I like Nerlens Noel. I like Valanciunas actually going up against Indiana. He's been playing well lately, and I think the Pacers in the, his last contest with the Pacers, forty-one Fanduel points. So that was sixteen points, seventeen rebounds, and he's he's got over fifteen rebounds in two of his last three games. And in the first matchup against the Pacers this season, um, he he also had a good game there. So. I mean, I think Valentunis is a good look. 28 points at 28 Fanduel points in the first matchup. So I think Valentunis 5500 bucks. I like too.
1: All right. And let's take it on down to bargain hunting territory, Dan. We got Jaleel Okafor out with a knee injury, of course. But Tristan Thompson, who made some waves by going face-to-face with his teammate uh, after being dissed by LeBron James. Uh, became a little more notorious he's played fairly well though a little up and down in spots but he's been consistently over the 20 point mark most recently i might like him tonight in a bit of a bounce back effort for for cleveland they've got to really start to show that they are the cream of the crop once again this might be a spot where he does do that
2: well there's a few guys i like down here too cody zeller coming off two good games 21 and 30 fan duel points and then going up against washington gortat hasn't been playing his best lately so that could be all right for Zeller, um, but the the one I like almost most here is Robin Lopez going up against the Knicks. Um, the Knicks front court is is not very good, and Robin Lopez can certainly take advantage of that. Even though he hasn't had uh, any real super games lately, twelve and twelve Fando points in his last two games, but before that, twenty seven and twenty nine. Anyway, I think tonight against New York, he has an opportunity to have a really good game. And and one more guy I liked uh, was Dwayne Dedman going up against Memphis um uh, he's been playing well lately for san antonio and that's real value that's 3600 bucks if you're really looking to go cheap on your center he's coming off a 24 fan point night the other night um and so i like Dwayne Dwayne deadman in the super value range
1: all right well dan we've taken a look at the five uh positions and now it's time to see what the optimizer has in store for this 11 game slate can you give us a run through in your opinion on what it spits out
2: Yeah, just let me pull it up here. Yeah, so the lineup optimizer for tonight gives us Drew Holiday and Jamal Murray at the point guard. Jamal Murray is somebody we didn't mention, but uh, he might be expected to get the start tonight. And if he is, that that might be a very, very good pick. Um, $3,700 in FanDuel, and, and I'll definitely take him if he's getting the start. So. I'm sorry we missed that one, but there's that's the, line, the lineup optimizer coming to back us up there. So, Jamal Murray and Drew Holiday at point guard. Then, uh, Luaru Cabarro, that you mentioned, uh, at shooting guard, along with Jordan Crawford. So, they're going real value here um, in the first four positions, aside from Drew Holiday. Then, it gives LeBron James at, at small forward, with Justin Anderson also at small forward. Justin Anderson could be a good pick, too. Pretty cheap and uh, going up against Brooklyn, so he might have a chance to go big there. Then Anthony Davis at Den um, at small at power forward, Gorgui Deng at other power forward, and DeMarcus Cousins at center. So um, pretty interesting lineup there by the lineup optimizer. Definitely utilizing some of the some of the um, value on the board with with guys of value over six. Two of them with value over six. That would be Jamal Murray and Jordan Crawford here and uh yeah some some good interesting picks there
1: all right and we remind you don't forget to check back with rotowire's starting lineups on the nba tab we also do lineup sweeps and checks all day long at rotowire so you can make sure your players are good to go in daily games right up to tip off but you know what we're going to give way to baseball next week as i said And on behalf of our friends at Fanduel, we want to remind you our listeners that baseball fans the wait is over baseball is back which means fanduel is back and it's better than ever At FanDuel, Fantasy Baseball is there for everyday fans. There's new contests starting every day. No busted seasons. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and compete against other fans. New this year, there's an upgraded experience. I know, Dan, we lament the fact that when you get pooched early by a late lineup call, we, we would love to see late swap contests. Well, now you can find them on baseball. You can edit your players right up to the start of their individual games. No more worrying about a late lineup scratch or a sudden storm. No late swap contests are still available. Uh, Non-late swap contests are still available too. Updated scoring. There's quality starts awarded so your pitchers will have more control over their own performance. Uh, Friends mode. You can create a a league for your friends, Dan. Choose the days you play each week. Contests will be created automatically for you. Boy, they spoon-feed you here with this. This is awesome. Plus, there's a leaderboard that'll keep track of how you all stack up against one another. That's what it's all about. It's bragging rights, and you might want to put down a dollar or two on yourself, too. You know what, Dan? I've had a lot of fun with baseball, uh, FanDuel style, because they they play the game every day, as we see on uh, all the other sports. But there's all kinds of tools available, individual player versus uh, pitcher versus batter, uh, matchups, and all kinds of information available to help you make your picks along with the optimizer, of course. So we want want everybody to have all the fantasy that baseball has to offer. FanDuel be sports rich. Sign up today. Go to fanduel.com slash rw. There's a special offer for new users. Deposit today and you'll get a free six-month RotoWire wire subscription plus five free entries. That's up to $50 in value to try to win a, a of our uh try a variety of sports on fanduel that's fanduel.com slash rw dan this is our last week for nba pods on rotowire as we give way to five days of mlb pods uh, on the dfs uh, uh roll rollout next week so let's take a look at the playoff picture in the eastern conference today and we'll do the western conference on thursday along with our ultimate uh NBA champion pick. Uh, we can note that Boston and Cleveland will battle for the first seed. It looks like Toronto and Washington are duking it out for the third and fourth seeds. But after these four teams, there's a big drop off in my opinion. So I ask you, among other playoff teams, fifth seed on down, who's the best of that group?
2: Well, I think um teams got to look out for Milwaukee. Uh, they have that superstar there, Johnny santacupo They got a real sharp sharp shooter with Chris Middleton who's good for who can go off for 30 points just about any time. Um, They got Greg Monroe, big guy at center, gritty players on the bench, or or even starting sometime, Della Vadova, Brogdon. So I really think Milwaukee has all the tools to upset pretty much any of the top teams, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them come out of the first round even, depending on who they're playing. If if it's Washington at this point, I think that's a real tough battle for both teams. But uh, I definitely think Milwaukee is the most dangerous team in the East outside of the top four.
1: All right, and if you stick to what we expect uh, and the top four advance, can the Raptors or Wizards pull off a second-round upset over Boston and Cleveland?
2: Um, yeah, I think absolutely. I don't. I don't think any. I still think. Uh, I know Cleveland's been struggling recently, but I'm. I'm quite sure that uh, the playoffs is going to bring a different uh, spirit out of them, and and you're going to see. A revamped Cavaliers team um, but at the same time uh, Washington's play, been playing quite amazing at times lately uh, not most recently but just before their little losing streak here they've been playing quite amazing John Wall's doing everything he can Bradley Beal doing great and um, with that backcourt I really think they can they can uh, outdo most teams and then the thing with Toronto is the, the Raptors have been playing great eight and two in their last ten games They've won two straight. Um, they're they're doing very well with their new additions. They've b- big-time bolstered their defense, and then we haven't even seen Kyle Lowry back yet. So even as the team is without Lowry, I still think Toronto, if they're playing at their highest level, if DeRozan's able to, to be scoring 30, 40 points a game, they, they could take out one of those top teams. Boston probably... A lot easier than Cleveland, but uh, I think they would even have a shot against Cleveland. And then they throw Lowry into that mix if he fits in well. I think the Raptors have a pretty good chance too. I wouldn't count any of them out. So I think the top four in the w- East is. Uh, I think it's pretty close. I don't think there's a super clear answer. But if if I had to say gut feeling, it's probably going to be Cleveland.
1: Well, I'm going to go a little homer, and I'm going to say Toronto's the team because you mentioned it. Uh, they're playing very well right now, eight of their last ten in the bank, and they haven't even done it with Kyle Lowry. Uh, so I think when he comes in, I think the, mat- the, the, the uh, transition is going to be seamless. Corey Joseph's upgraded his game with a lot of first-line first, uh, first uh, line minutes, and he's going to lead that second unit, too, make them even more productive when he gets uh, thrust back into that role. So uh, there's there's a lot of optimism around Toronto, and I think it's justified. Uh, things are really lining up well. If they can get a couple of games with Lowry and the first team uh, before the playoffs, this team could really be the shocker in the Eastern Conference, I think. I, I don't think you worry about them against Boston at all. They've handled the, the Celtics' pretty easily in three of the four games they've faced them and uh, Isaiah Thomas's game had dropped off for a little while but he's back to the level of most where he was most of the season but I just think um, matchup wise the Raptors do match up very very well with Boston and I don't like the fact that Cleveland's been in so much turmoil so that makes me really optimistic for the local club's chances and I'll uh, leave it right there Dan. So there you go, everybody. Have a look at FanDuel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options. We hope we've given you some good ideas. For Dan Bruno, uh, you, you can follow at dBrunoOfficial. I'm Paul Bruno, reminding you to follow me at Statsman22. Good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from RotoWire.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.